Welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And this is episode... What? You're not okay with that? You know what that is? Uh, I know. I know what that is. Yeah. So that's that's the uh, 24 soundtrack, right? This is episode 24. 24. Jack Bauer okay. status. I like it. We're just going to... Can I say kill it, this, this Q4? Is that okay with like Jack Bauer on 24? Yeah, I think that works. You know their website's dedicated to how many people he took out? That's pretty intense. That was pretty and then how the how he did it too. Yeah. That's I don't know. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it was it was a cool show. It I was it. it was one that I watched all the time. That, it so. was a binge watching show. I never I did not watch the uh like the when they like redid it. Like oh, the, like they had those random movies. Oh, actually, by the way, and this is not reseller related, there may be a new season. But it's like before 24, hmm. 24. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways. I'd watch it if I had time, but I'm too busy hustling. Okay, yeah, there you go. Well, we're not sponsored by Fox. So let's get moving. All right. Here we All go. All right. So episode 24, right now we're in the midst of almost the height of Q4. Would you say? I have no idea. You got to tell me. <laughs> what do you mean? Have you, have you seen anything different? Has anything changed? I mean, sales have definitely gone up. So I would say I'm, I've seen an increase. So I'm... I'm Feeling Q4. I don't know if this is the height or not. Okay. But. So when you say you feel it, what do you mean you feel it? Yeah. I mean, we're definitely, um, uh, phone is, I'm getting a lot more cha-chings, which oh, has nice. been nice. A lot of, a lot of things that, um, I bought for Q4, you know, okay, like okay. over time, uh, uh, those items are, are starting to sell. So it feels good. So you're saying like hot toys? Yeah. I would, I would say I've got, I picked up like, like three possible hot toys and of the three, uh, one has been moving, and I've had more interest on some others. So we'll see if the other ones pick up. Okay. There was one that we 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 picked up that I think was a fail. I think it's going to be our fingerling. So we'll talk about that later. I don't want to. I don't want to throw that out yet. I don't know. Is okay. That okay I know now? which ones you. Well, we we can't throw it out yet because who knows? It could Maybe be. Maybe they'll sell out in all the stores in the next week. Yeah. Well. And then it's just skyrocket prices because you know. Because you you returned them. I, I blasted it out there that don't buy it. Okay, we'll talk about that later. That's kind of going to be one of our topics. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Otherwise, it'll, those will be my fingerlings, and okay. I don't want that. How many of those fingerlings do you have? I think at one point, like, we counted, and it was like close to 60 of them. Wow. Yeah. You went deep on those. Hey, man, go big or go home. I got to tell you, Mike, you're, I didn't even know that. You're like, oh, yeah, I went and dropped a K at the outlet. Or, next thing, I'm waiting for him, Mike to go. Oh, yeah, three pallets showed up at my house yesterday. That, that hasn't happened yet, right? Hasn't happened yet, but I certainly hope it'll happen soon. Okay. Well, I'm glad. The reason I ask you is because remember we always talked about what's Q4 look like if you're not doing Amazon, right? And that's kind of what we want to talk about a little later here mm. today. But it seems that you're saying that it's still doable. Mm. Like it's definitely the hot toys still sell on eBay. Yeah, the hot, tel- hot toys are selling. And then I'm kind of surprised at a lot of other things too that that are – Maybe toy related or even gift related, like my my hustle of the week, uh, which when we get to it, we'll talk about was something that I think was probably something somebody bought for somebody for Christmas, right? Because people buy things, Christmas gifts for people that aren't necessarily like toys, you know. Like, okay, okay. You know, so um, I I definitely think this Q four is has increased sales and has allowed some some of my more unique items to go. You have a lot of unique items. I love it though. That's the no, thing. But like, that's 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 good. Like I, I do like it's cool when I look into when I look into like storage units or or whatever that are all set up with like 
You didn't get a storage unit yet, have you? Toys, not yet, but eventually. Okay, I'm just waiting. I I, I was I'm just joking because I was meeting with other resellers and they joke about how you randomly will go, "Hey, Rolando, by the way, I did this. Mm. By the way, I did this." And again, we talk about like to grow as a reseller, you have to be willing to take those risks, right? Move forward, and they're not just crazy risks; they're calculated risks. Yeah, calculated risks. I think that's the key. Is you know. if it's a step that you need to take, then take it, right? Like yep. if you cannot increase your your profits, if you cannot move forward as a business unless you're here, then then get there, right? Do the thing you have to do to get there. Um, again, of course, you got to be wise. Don't don't you know put the cart before the horse and do something that's going to mm-hmm. end up you know ruining you financially. Watch a commercial on a toy and go, that's going to be the hot toy. I'm gonna buy a hundred. <laughs> yeah, don't and do that, that. Don't do that. But the the commercials on TV are pretty close to. What are the hot toys, I would say? Would you agree? Oh, you don't. Do you watch those shows yet? I don't have TV. Okay, so I sit around with my seven-year-old, and we'll be watching Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, and I see these commercials, and I'm like, wait a second, that sold out. Mm. Wait a second, that toy just dropped for this much. Wait a second, and, and, and I keep seeing this. So, And we talked about this a few episodes ago, but I'm really seeing it happen now, which is kind of crazy that the commercials that I've been watching for so long are now correlating mm. with what's on sale. The other one is they, that a lot of people don't think about is like the YouTube, like kid stars. Yep. You know, and I don't want to get into specifics. Maybe we may give away some info, but there are, you know, certain things out there. Um, there's some followings that people have and people want certain items. Right. And uh you know, my my son loves certain shows religiously, and he wants the items that those kids are promoting. Yeah, I mean, YouTube is it's the new TV. Kids are watching kids review toys. I mean, we watch reviews before we buy anything, right? Like, you go onto YouTube and you see like, oh, really? Well, you don't? Oh, no, I, do. I, I don't. I, I watch reviews for everything. Like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be spending money on no, I agree. Camera equipment or yeah. this or that, like anything I'm gonna spend money on, I'm watching reviews because. You can pretty easily tell like what's a sponsored review versus what's you know. And oh, then once true. you once you find somebody who's like authentic and they're willing to say like, yeah, this is garbage or this is pretty good, but this other thing might be better, and you build up some trust with them, and, and it's probably the same thing with kids with, with toys, you know. No, it is, and even with the hot toys, I would say you got to be careful to look at the reviews on that toy already, right? Because it may be a hot seller, but if it's terrible reviews, and I'm not saying. Like that one item that has like that one review, mm. right? You can't go on that one review, but if it has like several hundred bad reviews, I don't know. I'm kind of careful with that because it may be all good now, but after Christmas morning when it doesn't run or something's broken, you can get a lot of returns. So mm. just something to think about. All right. So that's pretty cool. And what about Black Friday? Any any Black Friday action for you? Why don't you start with Black Friday because you're going to have all the, the exciting stuff. Well, okay. <laughs> but don't we want to finish strong? Yeah, but if we start with me, then people might turn off the episode because no, they'll no, say okay. that was the worst well, it's Black not like, Friday talk ever. But I think my Black Friday experience is just like everybody else that was out there in the craziness. I will say this year, I definitely, I planned and then I thought I need to do things differently next year, right? So, you know, one of the things was I got a van, which that was, oh, that was so good. And how do you, and there's things I even think, didn't even think about. I mentioned this in, in an IG story that... I have a rear view facing uh, camera. Oh, my my wife's vehicle has one. It's so awesome for parking. Yeah, and, and think about it. If I have it stacked full of yep. items, right, or boxes to ship to FBA, like that, that's huge, right? I talk about like it would be the worst to like have all this stuff. You're going to go ship it, and then you hit a car, and then all the profits in your car are going to pay for that damage, yep. right? It would be terrible. So that was great. And then 
actually, um, my my boys wanted to come along with me, which which is foreign to me. Yeah, how did that go? Was it good? It was they... great because now now we have a team, nice. right? So before where I used to bungee cord carts together, uh-huh. I really didn't have to. I had three carts ready to roll. Nice. And the nice thing is they could block out people. Oh, man. So you, like, strategically place them to, like, block off aisles so you can get in there? And... Yeah, and it was great because my youngest son, like, he doesn't move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like people. Would like, you tell him to stand here and don't move? No, I no, I just kind of just put them right here, right next to me, and and people were like, I, and they were like, you know, people show up late. Uh-huh. So let me give you context. All right. So a lot of these stores, if you haven't been out there for Black Friday, and a lot of you have been out there, you have to like wait for a long time. Mm-hmm. So my first spot was Walmart, and I had to wait two hours. But there's no like line. It's kind of like they put all the goods out. And and they're in the major aisles, right? Mm-hmm. They're like in the middle, and then people like line up. But you can't be in the major aisle. You have to be like to the side. Mm-hmm. So the area we were in was right next to clothing. Which, by the way, which was crazy, is that in the midst of all this Black Friday like craziness, there's people just doing everyday shopping. Does that hey. make sense to you? Well, I mean, I think you you might have like got tunnel vision of like reselling and like the big things. But you know, if if you need to buy a new wardrobe and you know, get stuff okay, and everything's really, okay. dollar off. You okay, know? you understand this is Thanksgiving Day. So what's that look like? Like they're eating some turkey going, you know, I think you need a pair of jeans today. Let's go to Walmart. I, I'm not sure. That's how I, I just don't understand I think for it. some people, like Black Friday has turned into just a shopping day. Like like I was interested, you know, I went back to, to school and asked the students, hey, how was your break? And And multiple students were like, Black Friday is my favorite holiday, not Thanksgiving. Wow, that, Black that, Friday, that, and it's just because that's pretty intense. And and they don't have like the money to go buy like. Well, I'm sure some of them do, but but it's not that they're going like, I'm gonna go buy this you know 60 inch flat screen TV because it's 200 dollars off. They're just like buying like you said the everyday stuff, but everything's a little bit cheaper, so it's just a shopping day to them. Well, that makes sense, and we'll we'll get back to the Walmart story, but you know I. Uh, I, I don't know, for a reason, uh, I was on YouTube and I started coming across these, like, the truth about Black Friday, right? And it was it was very much, you know, saying that, you know, Target... Is it a conspiracy about Black Friday? Well, no, it wasn't a conspiracy. It was just saying that companies manipulate mm. consumers to make purchases on Black Friday. And I guess the, the CEO of Target was quoted saying, it's what's in the basket that matters. So, and I don't have the exact quote, but basically... Black Friday or items, these like super sale items are there to ensure that people buy other things on their mm. way out. And that's how they make their profits. And I thought that, and that goes along with what you're saying, yep. right? People just start grabbing. And I, and you notice that, like you see cart full of stuff and you're like, you grab the toaster and it's a measuring tape. And you know what I mean? Yep. It's all this randomness and they think it's a deal. But the reality is you probably already had those items. Mm-hmm. And I remember a few years ago, I bought... I don't know. I bought like some hand mixer and it was like $5. I'm like, we got to get it. Mm. It was terrible. Like what? $5 hand. Like, why would we buy that? Yep. That was just bad. So, all right, going back to <laughs> the Walmart story. So, you know, you have to like line up. So we lined up and we're, we're three carts wide. Right. So my youngest son, like, you know, people would show up late and they try to like sneak their way in front of you. Mm. Like they try to push you aside or and my son would just go, Hey, don't move that cart. I'm not moving. They're, they're like, excuse me, son. He's like, no, I was here first. Right? Because kids don't have a filter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, this is the way it is. So I'm like, Raw. yes. There we go. I hope that's okay. 
And it was it was nice because, you know, then when we're, I mean, it was, it was still crazy. It was still like, I, I can't even. Did you witness any fights or? No, not this time, but I'm surprised one didn't happen. Because I will tell you, there was a moment in time where I go, this is going to be really bad. So mm. let me tell you why. So this Walmart, it, it's located over here in San Diego. It's two floors. So the toys and the video games are on the second floor. There's only one escalator and two elevators. Okay, so think about that. Okay, mm. you have several thousand people on the second floor rushing to get items, and then they're rushing to get out. Mm. You're not going anywhere. So it was crazy because they didn't even, like, tell people to go. It was, like, it was uh, 5.58, and, like, one person, like, started taking off the wrap around the, the items, and then somebody saw them, and then other people, and the next thing you know, it's like, boom. Oh, and these poor people that were just trying to shop for whatever reason at that point in time were, like, stuck. They're like, ah. And then one lady's oh. like, grab the kids. Let's get out of here. And the people are just vicious, like, climbing over their carts, like, grabbing stuff. And Yeah, I'd have to say Black Friday's turned into, like, the craziness has obviously turned into Thursday evening now. So if you're just going to like have a nice shopping day with the family, maybe don't go Thursday evening. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what were people going? Like, this sweater looks nice, honey. What do you think? Like, yeah. no, this is not the time. Just not the time. Now, I will say maybe this location was crazy because mm -hmm. I saw on TV that other location, like they had one where news reporters were waiting outside. They're like, Black Friday. And some guy just leisurely walked in. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's like, so it's, it's Thursday evening now. Really, it's Black Friday because we went... My wife and I weren't able to um, get out to the Black Friday store shopping for Thursday. So I guess it should be called like Black Thursday now, right? So mm -hmm. we couldn't get out to like the doorbusters. All the doorbusters are now Thursdays um, because my son at the end of Thanksgiving, which you were actually over for Thanksgiving, which was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that, that was, that was awesome. Really cool. Thank you, Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, so after like as we were getting ready to go home from where we were eating for Thanksgiving, uh, my son just starts vomiting like i know i'm sorry i'm sorry all of you out there listening that that have queasy stomachs but it was terrible so we dealt with that all thursday evening all friday and his birthday his first birthday was on saturday and he was so sick and so tired from like not eating anything and being able to keep anything down so he just slept his whole birthday we actually ended up uh, taking him into the hospital but he's okay now he's he's he's, he's holding food down and, and stuff but so that kind of put a little bit of a damper on on the Black Friday doorbuster type sales oh, for us. I get it. Um, you know, family family comes first. You know, hustle is important, but we got to remember the perspective. Why are we hustling? Uh, <laughs> that is so. You're true. probably hustling so that you can 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 have the the life you want with your family. You know, so yeah. don't put your family aside in order to get your family right. Like that doesn't. No, make I get sense. it. I get it. I get it. Um, but we ended up going Friday because my mom was in town and. She watched uh, my son for a few hours while we went on Friday just because we had to go pick up just stuff we needed, right, for his yeah. party that on Saturday. And so we went to Target, and it was probably our the nicest Target visit we've ever been to. Like, the parking lot was not full. But you weren't in as a reseller. That's probably why. Well, but it's crazy because <laughs> we, go, we go to this Target on a regular basis. It could be in the, the middle of the day. It could be in the evening. It doesn't matter what time we go to this Target. And it is... The parking lot is full. You can barely get parking and they never have enough registers open and there's always people in every aisle. And we went and it was like, nobody was there. There were people in the store and there were still some sales, but it was pretty empty, but they still had the registers set up as if it was Black Friday, like shopping. 
So they had like a, a extensions like leading up to it. And then every single register was open and they were just taking one at a time. The wait was like half a second before you got to a register. It was amazing. Nice. So Black Friday shopping was actually the least busy shopping day I've ever experienced. Okay. Is that so bizarre you, or what? It is because when I tell you the rest of the Walmart hysterics, you're going to be like, what in the world? Because I wish it was like that. Because then after, okay, so let's get back to where we were. People wrapping the plastic off, jumping over people, like craziness, right? And then comes the journey to get to the register. Okay, so most, and those of you that go Walmart or Target, they kind of like, they do this like zigzag checkout line, right? Mm -hmm. It goes like the back of the store and the guide to you. The Toys R Us ones were the worst too. I remember from back in the day. And there's, you know, like I said, two escalators, no, one escalator, two elevators. But then I go, hmm, lawn, and we, it's weird because, at this store, Lawn and Garden's on the second floor, yep. and it connects to a parking lot. So I thought, if we could just get to the promised land, mm. if we can get to Lawn and Garden, we check out, and we're good to go. And remember, this is different than my experience last year, because last year, I went to a store that was near my place, and it was chill. Like, I had three carts full, and they just escorted me to the front, checked me out, and I was gone. Yeah, the only reason I went here is because my son really wanted, he wanted to see the craziness. Well, he saw the craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, and my son was like, I hope we see some fights, right? But I'm like, no, son, you don't, because that's going to delay us. So anyways, so we You're go. You're always thinking like time efficiency. Oh, right? no, I'm telling you, it's like boom, 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 boom. Like you got to move. And we eventually made this long journey and I saw this break in like the group of people. We busted it through there and they made a self-checkout, which was kind of weird. Huh. Like I could have just said, I got 20 in, instead of 40 items and, right. and no one would have blinked an eye. But anyways- I did the ethical thing and scanned every single item, paid. That garage led to an elevator that led to the exit to the mall that we entered through. So it was perfect. Mm. So we made it out of there. It wasn't bad. It was like 6 o'clock, and then by 6.35, we're out of the store. So I was happy with that. Then the journey continues because here's what happened. So while I'm doing all this, I begin to notice that there are certain items that I didn't pick up at the last store. So there's a certain hot toy. And I didn't see people really picking it up. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? No big deal. Maybe I'll pick, I picked up like five I'm mm-hmm. like, just for kicks. And then I see, and, and we'll talk about this later. I see on Instagram people posting this item. Oh. But at the same time, so it, it was, it was, it's not good on the one side because now, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But I was one of them. So... I'm okay for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, as long as as long as as long as the demand is still higher than the supply. Well, that, and that that was the thing, because then I went to the next store, and they go, "Oh, this is only two per household." Mm. I'm like, "Okay," so I grabbed them all, because I don't know what it is, but there's like a disconnection. A disconnection is that's not even a word. A disconnect between like management and the people sometimes. Mm. That, that, you know, they're just the cashiers. Because what ended up happening is I grabbed them all, went right up to a cashier, scanned them all, and I left. Didn't question me, didn't say anything to me. Nice. Nothing, right? So then the hunt began for this toy. Mm. So then I show up at another Walmart. So we already, and I will say Target was pretty mellow. I went mm. to like two or three Targets in between there, and it really was. I mean, it was, I will say it was pretty chill. Like, huh. I went in, I mean, there was some waiting, but it really wasn't long. So then I get to this next target and I see like 60 of these items. Like, and they're behind the jewelry 60. counter. 60. So 
Give you more context. So I already hit. And you two. already picked up forty at the last one. No, right? I picked a five. Remember? Oh, okay. Five because I was kind of iffy. Mm. And then, and then I picked no. And then at the other store, I picked up. I don't know. I think it was like ten. Okay. I only pick, and then I went to two other WalMarts and they were sold out. Mm. So I'm like, okay, this is not good. I went online, sold out, right? Because you know sometimes you try to try to do store pickup. So I'm like, okay. Maybe this is an item I need to pursue tonight, right? So while I'm going to stores, I'm gonna keep pursuing these. So I eventually I land at the store and I show up and I go, Hey, do you have any more of this item? And they're like, Oh yeah. And they go behind the jewelry counter and they had two full displays untouched. Oh, and I'm like, Hey, so have people not been picking these up? They're like, Oh, just if people don't see it. Huh. And I'm like, What? Like, this is supposed to be like in the main aisle, and yeah. you just kept it back here. So I looked and I'm like, uh, I'll take all of them. And they're like, oh, no problem. So they said, oh, so there's, I don't know, there's like 60 something at this one. I don't remember what it was. It was a lot. Um, maybe it was 50 something. It was a lot. And they start scanning it. And then comes the manager. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is not Target. I'm good. I'm good. And so the Target manager shows up. And I, <laughs> see, I'm so you say Target. The Walmart manager shows up and goes, yeah, you guys hold on. I don't think we can sell all those to him. Oh. And I'm like, no, like really right now. And I always learned you smile. No matter mm. what, you smile and go, you know, hey, can you, I would love for this to work out. You know, I've been searching for these. I went through several stores and, and you know, because I could have started throwing a fit. Right. But I just kept smiling and kept, you know, just trying to be nice. And and the, she came, then the manager came back to me and she goes, are you going to pay cash for those? And I'm like, no, I'm going to pay with my card. And she goes, okay, then you can buy them. What? Yeah, it was weird. So maybe they maybe they worried that I was going to use counterfeit money. That's right? a bizarre worry, I feel like. Yeah, it was it was weird. And so it doesn't end there, though. So it was, it was about $1,600 for all of them I was, and plus tax. And, you know, I put my card in, declined. Oh, man. I'm like, what is going on? Don't worry, I have cash. No, well, I did. Well, luckily, and I always say this, like, make sure you have capital that is real capital, mm. right? Because in this instance, like, who knows what, you know, and I only brought one credit card with me because I was just fine at the other stores. Mm. And the, and I don't advocate credit cards. I just use them in Q4 because of the points I can get. And then by the sales, I'll just pay it back and I'm right. good to go. So I did have the capital and I paid and then I call my bank. And literally hour and a half. So I'm doing Black Friday shopping with my phone going. I'm trying to do IG stories I can't do. I'm trying to, you know, scan. I can't scan. Luckily, I already made a list. And this is one tip always is make that list beforehand, mm. which most people know. Because then you could just send your 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 two soldiers, your kids <laughs> yeah. out to go pick well, up. Well, and that's stuff. what they did. Because, you know, and, that, and I didn't share that at the other Walmart. At the other Walmart... I just said, hey, you grab that, you grab that, and then we'll meet here. And I could see them. They're only like 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. But, man, we were a team, like boom, boom, nice. boom, boom, grabbing the stuff. And so he declined. I called my bank, and they're like, oh, yeah, did you make this fraudulent charge here and this charge here and this charge here? I'm like, none of those are fraudulent. Like, that was me. Mm. They're like, oh, okay. Sorry about that. And then they said, well, it's too late in the evening, so we can't authorize any of your charges. What are you, are you no. kidding me? It's a, it is Black Friday. Okay, there are hundreds of people, you know, waiting. Like the, actually, it declined again and again and again that night. Mm. So I just ended up paying, you know, cash for it, and it was fine. 
But again, it was one of those nights where you got to have backup plans. Mm. So it was a successful night. You know, the the van got to a place where I couldn't fit anymore. I mean, we're talking about like kids holding stuff on them, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm driving and I'm barely able to drive and and you know, and and the good thing was I had these U-Haul boxes packed so nothing like a damage while I was driving and yeah, I would say it was it was a decent night. Then it was the nightmare of dropping that off. Yep. And then sourcing some more for another. And I, I feel like I made the right call because I had kind of questioned, do I ship these out now? Mm. And I thought, no, there's too many good deals. So I sourced some more. So I probably, by the end of Friday into Saturday, had about three vanfuls of items that I had mm. to ship out. And that was the bear. Yeah. No, I believe it. So that, that was kind of, that was part of Black Friday. That was fun, though. Yeah. So there you go. And, and again, I feel like we got to call it Black Thursday because all that was really... Thursday, right? For the most yeah, part. There has to be a new name. I don't know what it's going to be, but there has to be a new just name. Just call it after Thanksgiving Doorbusters. Maybe because eventually, maybe just Doorbusters because eventually it's going to be turned to like before Thanksgiving. Or we like, sponsor it like Pure Hustle Product Thursday. I do not want to be, <laughs> I don't want my name at all attached to the consumerism and mass craziness that happens on uh, on that day. It was craziness, but it was fun. I'm, I'm just glad it worked out because what ended up happening was I bought a ton. So this is one thing that a lot of experienced resellers do. And I don't know if you, you caught on this, but a lot of the Black Friday deals are online already before. Mm. So that Wednesday night, I bought a ton of stuff. So I already knew by the stuff I bought that Wednesday night what I needed to pick up Thursday. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. So it worked out. And here's the other thing. The week before, I bought a ton already online that the deals weren't any better the week after. It's just kind of crazy. So just online arbitrage is probably... Probably a good thing to look into, except you got to be careful because Target and Walmart are canceling um, transactions now if there are too many. Hmm. So just something to think about. Interesting. So. Yeah, and then, you know, just kind of going back, um, and, and I think maybe you said it's one of the things we were going to talk about, but, um, you know, a, a lot of our listeners probably don't, like, they're not Amazon FBA, right? Mm-hmm. They're not like me where that's not... For me to go and Black Friday shop the way you did probably would not be as as wise of a of a, a thing for me at this point until I get ungated in certain areas. Um, so yeah, trying to figure out for us what it looks like. What can we take advantage of Black Friday? Mm-hmm. Can we take advantage of sales? Um, we we were going to, and then just the 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 whole sick child thing yeah. kind of messed it up. One of the things we were planning on doing though is the company that we purchased the last box of Macy's uh, like oh, shelf holes right. from, yeah. uh, they had a special going on where it was $100 off 500 or more, right? So it's a pretty decent sale, that's you know? So deal. especially because, you know, it's it's like we've mentioned before, you make, you make your money when you buy product, right? So if we're getting the product at a cheaper price, then our profit margins go up. So we didn't end up buying the boxes we were planning on buying, but I think we're going to just not with that $100, you know, savings. But I, I just want to encourage you out there that there are sales, whether you're selling on Poshmark and you're selling clothes. Um, if you are eBay, hey, the thrift store by me was doing from, I think it was from 6 a.m. or from 5 a.m. They had a Black Friday thing too. So on Friday from it was either 5 or 6 a.m. till 9 a.m., everything in the store was 75% off. Wow. Yeah, I did see that. And and had I been doing eBay, I would have taken advantage of that. Yeah. And and I, I I agree with you. I, I do think though there are Black Friday deals that can still be sold on eBay. Yep. Right. Certain so certain of the toys that I picked up will do well on eBay. Mm. Um some won't though. Like the margins are just too low. Right. 
And on Amazon, it, the velocity and the volume will end up catching up right to that. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, if you totally had to, if you had to to ship out, because the nice thing with FBA is, like you said, volume. If you can send one box to Amazon with 20 items in it, mm-hmm. and they ship and sell all those out. But if you had to personally pack and ship 20 items, well, some people oh. did that though. So I I remember Side Hustle Pros in their IG story they showed this. They did merchant fulfilled on a lot of items. Mm. So. So this is how it works. So one of the items that tanks really fast for video games, mm. like crazy fast, because think about it, if all the game shops and all the Best Buys are selling the same games and everybody's trying to sell them right after, mm. there's going to be a race to the bottom, which is kind of crazy. And we'll talk about that. But this race to the bottom thing just doesn't make sense mm. to me. But, you know, and so what they decided was they were going to do Merchant Fulfilled. And so instead of waiting, because sometimes FBA, it could be three days till it checks in. Right now, during this craziness of Q4, it could be two weeks. Hmm. Something I send now may not get checked in until, like, the second week of December, right? And so today is, what, November 28, 27? November 28? Yep. Right? We're about to release this later yeah, on today. This is going to release today. We're recording on Wednesday. It's releasing on Wednesday. Yeah, because we did, we were thinking of, by the way, we were thinking of doing an episode. Like, we normally record a week ahead, and we're like— I don't know. Would people want to listen about us preparing for Black Friday? And after Black, Fr- Black Friday. After Black Friday. So yeah. anyway, so I appreciate you guys and your patience. If this YouTube released a little bit later than usual, our apologies. If this podcast released a little bit later than usual, our apologies. We just wanted to keep it fresh and keep you guys updated on how things were going. Yeah. <laughs> so That's right. Um, going keep back. real no, and relevant. And reselling. But that's that's just one of the things to think about that. Merchant fulfilled, like you can probably get more money doing it really fast, mm. right? So they they sold like I think they said on their IG story it was like almost fourteen hundred dollars in sales on Merchant fulfilled. So Merchant fulfilled is this: this is what people do. They'll put stuff in their cart, they'll scan it into Amazon, and list it, and then they'll get sales within the next two three hours. Mm. Like it's pretty quick. Now, I I did a few last year. I just didn't like like you said. I didn't like the time I was spending. Because even now, here, here's a crazy story. So for a week and a half, I've purposely not listed on eBay. Wow, that is a crazy story. And that's okay. <laughs> no, it is crazy. Like, like we know, and we're going to talk about it on our next episode. Our oh, the conspiracy episode. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we'll share about where to contact us later, but you guys know. But uh, I purposely did not because I didn't, hmm. I know this is going to sound crazy. I didn't want any sales through Black Friday. Like, I wanted it to be silent because... Any moment I'm going to pick up an item and pack it and ship it, I'm losing time from FBA. Mm. But sales still happened, which is a good problem to have. That is a good problem to I, have. I can't complain. Yep. And there were nice sales. And, you know, it threw off my eBay metrics because a couple of days, like, I was in L.A. and things sold, and I had no way to ship it out on time. But anyway, so, let, let you know, let's talk about that a little bit, though. And any Before we get there, though, any random stories you'd like to share? Um, wait, wait, no, no. Oh, wait, no, I st- no. we got to keep each other accountable still. Oh yeah, updates from last time. Yeah, so we're we're catching up now. Let's talk yeah. about the updates. All do you right. do you want to just go first? Let's go. Let's- yeah. So I I had said I was going to get everything listed, um, and surprisingly, I almost did. Um, and I say surprisingly because I, I had every intention of getting absolutely everything listed. Yeah, I, I sound like a big complainer on this episode. But um, I threw my back out. Like, remember, I kind of oh, really yeah. injured my back. Yeah. By the way, last episode, 
how to grow as a reseller. Mike was in terrible pain the entire time. Yeah. This, this is how much we love this podcast and our listeners. Yeah. No, he was in pain. So props to Mike for that. Thank you. But, uh, but yeah, so like my intention was, because I had that Monday off, right? And like, oh, a random Monday off. I'm going to use this day to, to, to get everything done. And yeah. nope, it was a day spent laying on the couch with, you know, ice and heat packs and painkillers. So oh, there man. we go. But I, I have almost everything except some VCRs listed in. Man, I'll, let me tell you, like, listing already is not my favorite thing. Listing electronics is, is up there at, like, the worst. The testing part, right? The, the testing and then, like, the, the, the cleaning and then, like, maybe there's something wrong. Is it a little thing? Is it fixable? You know what I mean? Like, trying to make those calls, um, it's not fun. No, I get it. And that's this is why... I'm a big shoe guy. Mm. Like I clothing, right? You got to do measurements, mm. right? And if there's a flaw, right? When it comes to electronics, you got to test it, make sure it's right, right? When it comes to video games, you got to test it. But shoes, like most of the time, they're pretty sturdy. And if they're messed up, like you can clearly show that in the pictures. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I sold a pair of like Alan Edmonds dress shoes mm -hmm. that I picked up at a garage sale for, I ended up getting them for $2 because they were, um, not in the best condition. There were a couple of big scuffs. And then on the toe, there was like a big nick. Like the leather was like peeling yeah. off, right? <clears throat> so I was like, well, we'll see. And so I took the pictures of it, of all of the, the flaws and clearly put in there, like there's a piece of leather coming off the toe on this piece. And they still sold for like, I think it was almost $40, like $37. Yep. There you go, right? Like, No, and that happens. Easy. Now, part of that is, I don't know if you know, like Alan Edmonds, I don't know if they still do it, but they had it where like you can pay like, I think it's like a hundred dollars or something like that, and they'll, they'll like, <laughs> how do I how do you say this? Refurbish your mm, shoe, yep. like they'll redo it, make it new. So some people buy it for that reason. Others they just they they're nice shoes, yeah. and they would rather just pay forty than pay the hundred two hundred dollars they yeah. were paying. You know, yeah, they were nice. They would have if they were my size, I probably would have worked on cleaning them up and wearing them. Oh, they, they are comfortable. I've had some for a while. You know, another one that I've sold a lot of that I've recently was told that it could be kind of a similar thing. Rainbow sandals. I pick huh. up rainbow sandals every time I no, see them. No, those were hot sellers a couple of years ago. I guess. Yeah. So I pick up rainbow sandals and a lot of them are like old and like beat up and I take pictures and they always sell. And I'm so surprised. And somebody told me, they said, yeah, because they have a life, like a lifetime warranty on them or something. So I don't know. I haven't checked the validity of that claim, but I was like, oh, so are these people like buying them and then sending them in to get new yeah, ones? Maybe you should be sending in to yeah, get new ones to man. resell. No, and oh. there's, there's items like that out there. We, and well. Maybe we need an episode like that. Yeah. The, like, re the what, refurbishing what, episode. What to, what to send in for warranty. Yeah, there you go. There are items like that, though. I think Lululemon does that, too. Do they? Yeah, I watched the IG story with College Picker, uh, like, last week, and he had some pants where the, the pants tore. Hmm. And they just went, he went to uh, an office, and they didn't even have, they didn't have the right size, but he wanted a different color. Mm. And they honored it, and they shipped it to him. Oh, there so. you go. I think it was Lulu. Like Lululemon's a, a brand, right? Mm, okay. Yep. Lulu Row, or is that the same thing? Uh, Lulu Row is is a different company. They they were kind of like a, um, almost like one of those companies where you you buy into it and then you sell and do parties with your friends. Oh, like Amway Status. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Okay. All right. So anyway, going back to okay, so you almost got everything listed. Yeah, I, I feel pretty good. Like that I looked around in my in in, in my my storage on all of my items. And I'm like, I feel good. Like almost everything's listed. Okay. Except for those VCRs. Well, that's good. And, and the other thing you did mention videos, but I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Remember you, you did some garage sale, mm. like, 
And that my, one has not gone up yet. No, I know. And <laughs> I'm not I'm not calling you out to keep you accountable. I just wanted to update our listeners. Mike and I are talking about how to do this best. Mm. Right. We're thinking maybe have somebody else film while we're out there just so we can actually be out there, right? Mm. Because <laughs> it's hard haggling when you have like a sound thing and you have the camera and yep. so we're still trying to figure it out. We <laughs> I would say let safe bet would be after Q4, we'll be dropping one. Think that's a safe bet? It's definitely going to be after, not okay. not daring. <laughs> All right, yeah, because we just you know here's the thing. Sometimes you take on too much, mm. and you're just like, well, can't do this. So, and I know you guys understand because I'm sure you guys are extremely busy, whether it's Amazon, eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, Grail, Goat, StockX. Um, oh, that's a lot. Of offer things. up like uh, whatever it is. Oh, there's a ton. There's so many out there now. Yeah, I, I feel very ignorant. What? No, no, it's nothing <laughs> ignorant. It's just like you don't know what you don't know. Right, you know true. what I mean? All right, so what about you? How'd your how'd your uh, road trip go? I gotta tell you, it's it's been awesome, and one of the best times I've had in a long time, I would say, on the road was a couple weeks ago, and I and I visited them uh, a couple times, but I stopped in and I stayed uh, with uh, So Quick Ship Quick a couple Mm. weeks ago, and it was totally impromptu. It wasn't like you know we were just like okay on this and so so date. They just you know I'm like hey I'm doing a road trip and. And, you know, we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think what social media does, I want to touch on this a little bit, is that when people, like, post pictures of, like, themselves and what they mm-hmm. do and what they're about, like, there's kind of a comfort level. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, because think about it. Like, before, if some reseller was on the phone, like, hey, come come hang out, crash yeah. on my iPad, you probably would be like, yeah, I don't know this yeah, person yeah. really well, right? That's true. But, you know, this one, it was, like, easy. Like, sure. Like, you know, and it was awesome. And it and it was awesome for two reasons. One is I, I got to meet them. I also got to uh, meet Will from Thrifty Nomads and his son, Enzo, who they're awesome people. And what I love, it's kind of like a, like, you get to see, like, grassroots reselling. Mm. Like, this is how this person does it. This is how this person does it. And you're just encouraged and inspired because, you know, reselling is a very lonely occupation at mm. times, right? I mean, you, you know, you're in the late night, you're taking pictures, you're listing, like you might throw on Pure as a podcast to listen to keep you company, right? We're at least here I hope for you. you are. We're here for you. Or, you you know, but there's a lot of alone time. And it was awesome because, you know, when I went to go visit, you know, we just went to dinner. Here's what's weird. So... I was just supposed to go to dinner. So we're eating and and I didn't know what they're doing. I didn't know what I was. I knew I was just sourcing through LA. Mm. <clears throat> and we connected really well. And, and they're like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go sourcing. And they're like, hey, you want to go sourcing together? And then next thing you know, we we're sourcing for like several hours. Nice. Right? And Heroes was awesome. And, and we keep saying this. And we addressed this in our first episode. That there is so much out there. Mm. Right? That, you know, a lot of people go... Uh, you know, why are you guys sharing this information, mm-hmm. right? Why do you guys have this podcast? And for us, it's about helping people, right? Mm-hmm. And recognizing that there's plenty out there and it just takes the right hustle and the right research to make it happen. And it was awesome because we went to these stores and seriously, we were like in completely different areas, mm-hmm. right? So they would be picking up areas and ho- things in houses. I never would have liked that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in like toys and and I'm looking at like shoes and stuff they would never look at. So it was it was great. And then <laughs> this is where the humbling experience came. So I got to look at their systems. 
And I'm like, oh my. Like they were like next level. Yeah. Super efficient. Super like, hmm. you know, all the inventory organized, in seal packages with the weight, how much they paid, where they bought it from. Wow. Like everything. Then on spreadsheets and and it was just like they were good. Hmm. They're really, really good. And so it was very eye-opening to me. And it made me understand that like I need to connect with more resellers. Right. Because I gleaned a lot from my time with them. Mm. Right. I gleaned friendship and I gleaned a lot of knowledge. And and again, they've only been reselling, you know, like really at it probably since like January. Right. And and I and and even from you, I've learned a lot from you, right? Because you developed your own systems. It's crazy, huh? It was it's crazy. bizarre. It's bizarre how like, you know, you can like you are far more knowledgeable about reselling obviously than I am. Um, but the fact that like because I look at something with, with kind of a fresh pair of eyes or or think about things differently, um, I have stuff to offer too. You know what I mean? And it's like that's what's cool about this community is is no matter where you're at, whether you're just starting out or you're you're you've made it to the top. Uh, there's there's going to be an area where you're weak and somebody else is strong and working together as a group you can definitely improve. Well, and that was that was so it's sell quick ship quick Hugo and Tiffany, and I'm I was just blown away just just impressed and I remember telling you like hey Mike here's some things you should think about right because it wasn't only like eBay stuff it was also like Poshmark mm. stuff right and you know how to do. 45 listings, right? Instead of, you know, you you know how you do cross-posting, mm-hmm. right? You do you do cross-posting, yep. correct? Like they're able to do, you know, 15, but in actuality they're doing 45, right? Because they're doing like, you know, eBay, Mercari, Poshmark. And like, for instance, one of the things they did is they, they would have multiple ways of doing that quickly. Mm. And I was just like, wow. Like, and, and again, this is why Mike and I really, I, I think we're looking forward to eBay Open. Right? Yeah, okay. that would be awesome. I'd love <laughs> yeah. to go. Okay, so we've already had this conversation, but I just wanted to validate that we're still doing it. But it's one of those things where, like, we look forward to meeting all of you, right? And we also have, I don't know, maybe it's too soon, but we do want to do a a SoCal meetup. Like, we want to host a SoCal meetup. And we're still working on when. We don't want to say any dates or anything because we don't want to get hopes up. Because we already announced something a few months ago that somebody else was pushing, and it kind of fell through like nothing happened. So. But we'll keep you updated. We would love to to get to know all of you. Yeah, let us let let us know if you're interested, right? Like, give us like your feedback now. If you're in the SoCal area or interested in like traveling out here, if that's something that you would like to do, um, you know, get together. And it would be more a of a meal. like central place. Like, yeah. I don't know between LA and San Diego. I think would be good. You know what I mean? So we can all. And if you want to fly out here, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but anyway, I say all that though. Get out there, connect with other resellers. Like it doesn't mean you share all your bolos. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you know you have certain things that you may not want to share. But learning about systems and how people do things, it is so so valuable. And it was it wasn't it was number one encouraging, and it was two going. You know what? These are the kind of people like all of you, all of our listeners out there, that make reselling happen, mm. right? Because you know, sometimes we get caught up on on different personalities and and this is how this person does and this is what this person says. But in the end, like all these systems of eBay and Amazon and all are successful is because of the people that are actually doing this consistently day in and day out. So that's who we're here for. That's right. So, I like it. All right. 
Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Bl- here's uh, your random story time, right? Did I cut you off from that earlier? No, that's okay. I hadn't actually started. Oh, okay. You just introduced random story and then and then we changed the topic. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's not really like a, like a super random story, but um, it was kind of neat. I had, because my son's birthday was his first birthday, had some family in town from out of state. Um, okay. My dad was in from Texas. And, um, you know, I feel like when you become a reseller, um, it's almost like, maybe it's different for some people, uh, but I almost feel like you become like an evangelist for reselling. Like you want to convince <laughs> people saying, yeah. like, like this is an opportunity, especially when you see somebody that like could use extra money and some, some freedom and some, you know, when you're like, Hey, like here's a way, here's a way you can, can, you know, improve your life. Here's a way that you can make some extra money. Uh, so my dad was in town and I, you know, got to show him kind of our process and, and, you know, how much we're making and how it's working for us. Um, and so I took him, um, I can't remember what day it was. Maybe it was Sunday. So we took him, I took him on Sunday cause we tried to go to Salvation Army and they were closed. Um, Salvation Army's here That's closed right. on Sundays, but they are, I had gotten an email that several of them in the San Diego area are going to be open on Sundays now, okay. uh, but it hasn't started yet. I guess it doesn't start till next week, but, um, so we ended up going to Goodwill. We just stopped into one and I just kind of showed him like, here's what I do when I go into a thrift store. Here's so the things awesome. I look for. I showed him how I like look stuff up on eBay. And um, it was kind of a smaller thrift store, so we didn't get a ton of stuff, but a couple of pairs of shoes, a few pairs of pants. And as we were, I got to show him like, he, he would look at something like, oh, this looks really cool. And it's like, no, no, that's, that's, that's really bad. Did right? you show like, him on the phone? How yeah. Like, I, I sh- sh- yeah. And, and then kind of like, here's how you kind of know, like what's, you know, a mass marketed kind of cheap thing versus okay. like some. And so then as we were leaving, you know how the thrift stores will push out bins that like they're going to stock the shelves with. Did you just like run to them? Well, it was, there was one just sitting there and I don't know about you guys always check those yes. because those are the things that like haven't made it onto the shelves yet. And you might have to dig through some stuff, but but a lot of times that's where like the good stuff is because well nobody's picked it up yet. And anyways, I saw this new in box Fisher Price like I think it's like a tea set thing that like talks to you and teaches you how to like okay be polite or whatever. And they <laughs> be polite. I, well, I say that because I think it it said on there like say please tea set. Right? Okay, so, okay. I don't know. I think that's what it's about. But they were selling it for I think two ninety nine, and so I showed my dad. I'm like, look. New in box stuff can sometimes be pretty good, and this is a toy, and it's new. And I scanned it, not thinking it was going to be much. Like, I don't know, probably sell for 15 bucks. And I scanned it, and there had been one on recently Ebay's. on um, eBay. And you yep. scanned it on eBay, okay. So I scanned the UPC on eBay, and there's one that recently sold for, like, 50 And there was only one listed new currently, and the one that was listed new currently is, like, 140 Wow. And then I changed the, the keywords and didn't just use the UPC. And there's several used ones listed, um, not very many new. And then of all of the sold ones have been around 60 to $50. Wow. So I was able to show my dad, like, see, like 299 to 50 bucks. So how'd your dad react to that? I mean, you know, the way anybody does when they're like, that's crazy. I can't. And then so he grabbed something else. What about this? And it's like, no, not that. So it kind of motivated him a <laughs> it little bit. It is motivating, bit. yeah. It inspired him a little bit. So that was cool. It was good to have some fam- family bonding time and hopefully have encouraged a new reseller. Yeah, and your dad's been super encouraging. Like he's always like liking our posts and everything. Mm. And it's nice for you to be able to validate that in front of him. Right. Show him. Yeah. Right. Cause I still get, I talk to my mom and mom's like, are you doing okay? Are you paying the bills? I'm like, mom, I'm good. Like don't stress. And, and I still get like, um, the other day 
I went to Walmart and I'm about to, and this is before I got the cards. But, you know, I was an administrator, so there's a lot of parents in the mm-hmm. community. And they see me and they're like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I'm good. And they give me a hug. They're like, how are you doing? Mm. <laughs> you know, it's not like, how are you doing? It's like, how are you doing? Like, and if you're if you're listening to this, it's this look of concern. Like, how are you doing? And I try to explain to them. And I, I, I've, I'm still developing my language. I still, I say, I do online sales. Well, that sounds like telemarketers, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, do you guys have a euphemism for for reselling that sounds really fancy and special that people would say like, "Wow, that that's a legitimate career"? Because it is a legitimate career. It really people, is. It it has negative connotations. I feel like when you say I sell stuff on eBay. Yeah, because I said retail sales, and that still sounds like mm. telemarketer. I say I sell eBay and Amazon. They're like, oh, okay. Now there were there were some parents I've run into that will go like, oh yeah, like so and so. I know mm. like. They just started doing this, and they actually tell me like people that started doing private label. I'm like, what? And they get it, but yeah. you know, I think it's still gonna take. And I'm okay if it takes time, right? As much as I love sharing, less people know about it. I'm okay with that yeah. too. So there we go. Well, well we got we got we got to think of something like what would it be like a um, an equity assessment manager or something like that, equity right? Like, where you like, manager. I don't know, right? Like, but. Invent- <laughs> inventory analysis production sales. I don't know. I, that's let's, terrible. Let's, let's think I don't even couple, know those words work together. You guys send us send us some euphemism. You mean hustler? Hustler selling. doesn't work? What do you do for a living? I'm a straight hustler. I'm a pure hustler. Pure hustler. <laughs> I pure hustle. Here's the other part. When I mention people we have a podcast, it, it's even worse. Mm. Like, what? what's your podcast about? Just say you're a broadcaster. That <laughs> a might broadcaster. But it's funny because they'll go like, "What's your broadcast? What's your see? I even said it. What's your podcast I'm about?" I'm like, "Oh, it's about reselling." I'm like, "Oh, do people listen to that?" <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm not gonna take offense. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, had you approached me five years ago, I've been like, "What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Why would I listen to a reselling podcast?" So, but your boy Gary V would say, "Don't care about what anybody else thinks, no, right?" Why? Why is he my boy? He's not my boy. Yes, do I appreciate what he says, and I think he has a lot of good things to say. Yes, but my boy. Now, if he puts us on his show, if you're listening, Gary V, we're on. You're my boy. You're my boy. I'm all about it. But, you know, until then. So, no, I I do. And I really appreciate, you know, he hasn't had a trash talk episode in a while, but he has done some random IG where he's still going to Mm. the stores. And he actually was doing that years ago. Like a lot of people think that now he's been doing it. I actually Mm. have seen some YouTube Videos from like three, four years ago where he went to thrift stores and he was saying the same thing. It's just now people are listening because he has a broader Bigger base. platform, yeah. Yeah, so. All right. It feels like we just talked about current topics, but let's talk about some current topics. Do we have any good ones? We have a, a lot of them. All right, here we go. So the first one I want to touch on is, have you seen a lot more toys at like different stores? I don't really go to many stores besides like Target. So, but have you seen Target expand? I've seen different brands and types of toys. I don't know if they've okay. added aisles though. That's that's okay. I, I have know, seen I have the different them. brands. That's that is true. There's some brands that were like only Toys R Us, and mm-hmm. now I see at Target and Walmart. Mm-hmm. That is true. Well, here's the other thing. So, what I've noticed now, like I'll walk into like a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls or let's say a JC Penny, mm-hmm. and it's like ridiculous the amount of toys that they have. Mm-hmm. And some of them, it's funny because they have like a Toys R Us exclusive 
like sticker on it. Oh, I mean, it makes sense, especially because a lot of times those stores are, what do they advertise as like um, wholesale or not wholesale, but like, you know, things that have been overstocked from other stores, liquidation, right? So, I mean, it makes sense if they're liquidating the stock of Toys R Us stuff. What I wonder is, is that is that a sustainable thing that they're going to try and continue? Or is this just like the the ending of Toys R Us kind of as they are going out, here's their inventory, and then once that's gone, it's gone? It may be. Because the funny thing is, as a result of like all of these stores picking up toys, like I was thinking, okay, how am I going to source this Q4 for toys? Okay, Walmart, Target, Walmart, Target. But before it was Walmart, Target, Toys R Us, Walmart, Target, Toys R Us. Now it's... Walmart, Target, and there's like three other stores I'll go to. Is it almost like you have to go to in order to find all the toys you're looking for? Well, it's because two reasons. One, I, you know, I think it's one of those things that you look at the toys there and they're not saying that, okay, they're junk, Mm. right? A lot of the toys are like, there's a reason why they ended up at these stores, right? But then there's like these gems. Like I found a a collector's edition of a certain... uh, toy the other day and I found it at the same store and another store and another store and another store and mm. I was picking them up for $12 and they were selling for like 50 bucks and I'm like wow like I never would have walked into these stores looking for these items huh do you get what I'm saying yeah. and and they're not carried at Target and they're not carried at Walmart so for me it's like I, I just got to understanding that there will always be an outlet for like these things. Mm. Cause you know, Toys R Us was, I would say it was pretty easy, especially when you ended up getting to the rewards thing where Toys R Us had, if you spend a certain amount, you got a certain amount of rewards. So mm. I had like a ton of rewards I could spend. And then if you went on certain deal days, you know, buy two games, get the third one free, like you could clean up, but you really don't need all those deals because some of these stores are so discounted that it's kind of like you're getting that deal. Mm. Does that make sense? That does. Yeah. So I just noticed that. So, you know, if you're out there, you're sourcing, like I would say branch out. You know, there's plenty of stores out there. And and don't think of just the normal stores that are being shown on IG all the time. There's other stores available. So anyways. It's good. I, like I, it. I keep encouraging Mike, like we need to go on an FBA run. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to need FBA to take that next step. Um, right now I'm trying to crush posh and and ebay because that's what's open to me and i think that's all good yeah. i'm just saying you know i think all i'll say is that there are a lot of items that i've heard other people say were gated that they're not gated huh so i'll give it another shot so just something to think about all right so this was this is kind of little old news but do you know, did you ever try the eBay hack, the send offers hack? No, you you sent me that, um, the link to that. I haven't tried it yet, though. Have you tried it? I have, and I've sent offers, and I got one sale, and I don't even know if it's because I sent an offer. Huh. So I, this is, again, I love eBay. eBay, we love you. Okay, but why do we have to hack the system to do send offers? Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I, and I forget what it is. Um, and we posted on IG a couple of weeks ago in a story and in a feed about where to go. Cause there's other there. I want to give credit to the right people. So there are other people that found out about mm-hmm. it, but again, I'm like, why do we have to hack the system? Like, this is just, it should just be a button you can push on your phone. Yeah. Or it should be like, Hey, if you're, especially for, if you're like a top rated seller mm-hmm. or you've been selling for a while or you have those different color stars, you know, I don't know if you remember, 
you weren't around, but back in the day, they used to give you different stars, and they would send you a certificate in the mail. Like you reached this level of seller. Well, I've 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 got my my star color has changed, but I did not get a certificate in the mail. But do you even know what that star mean? That color means? Well, I think the first one was like you've got fifty positive reviews, and so then it changed color, and then I think like the next. You know, once you get to 150, then you get a different color or something. So, yeah, but it's really it doesn't. But it's kind of cool. <laughs> okay, all right. You think it's cool? Okay, but but that's the thing. Like I looked at this and I go, huh? And so I tried it. I did, and it's an easy hack. Um, maybe we'll link it or maybe we'll post it again. I all you have to do is look on on Instagram. Like there's plenty of people talking about it mm. now. But so you put a web a web address like eBay dot something dot a slash overview or something. And then it would send you to this page, which looked like a new listing page. And on it, it would have like your, your it looked very, it was very nice as far as aesthetically, mm-hmm. like looking at it. And then it was like send offers. But it wasn't like sending offers to like items that had like 10 watchers or the first 10 or multiple watchers. It's just a random. Hmm. So then people all started figuring out that it was, if people had them in their carts, and I don't know how they figured that out. Mm. So I did it, and I kept sending stuff, and I got one sale, but I don't even know if it's because I sent, sent the other. Right. And then there's another hack that got introduced. And <laughs> you're looking at me like this is crazy. No, I'm ready. I'm, I love hacking. So the other hack was there's a way for you to be able to specifically send an offer for a certain item by using that item number. Like, so you go... Huh. So, like, you would type in the address at the top, backslash, and then, like, put the item number, and then it would put the send offer page up. And then you did it that way. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just blown away. Like, that sounds, uh, that sounds more complicated than the first way. No, it is. But again, all, isn't all of this complicated? It is. Yeah. It should just be a simple button on your listing. Like, like they, they, they make it easy for, like, the lower price or, you know, revise item. It should just be send offer. Yeah. But, you know, so. maybe they're working on it. I, you know, it's one of those things, too. I appreciate when companies wait to roll something out when they've worked out all the bugs than to just roll something out and it be buggy. And then, you know, then they can't win either way because then people are going to complain that this doesn't work right. You know, so hopefully it's because they're perfecting it. No, I agree. But it. but how do you how does the hack get out? Right. Yeah. I mean, hacks only get out if somebody within the organization lets somebody else know and somebody else mm-hmm. know and then it gets out there. Right. So was it on purpose? Was it conspiracy? Interesting. I don't know. Speaking of which, have yeah, we gotten we go. very many? Uh, have we gotten very many? We got a few. We got a few. I I would love to hear a lot more. And those of you that listen to us are on the Amazon side, I would love to hear your conspiracy. Now, there are some websites that are pure like e-commerce conspiracy. Mm. So that you know, I'll dig in that website a lot, but. I would love to hear your experiences. You know, some people had mentioned throttling, and we'll talk about that. Some people had mentioned about Amazon turning accounts off and turning them back on. Hmm. So there's a few. So if you have any ideas, we're going to be dropping this episode next week, the conspiracy episode, our 25th anniversary. Hit us up in the DMs, Pure Hustle Podcast on IG, Pure Hustle Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, we are Pure Hustle Cast. Leave us an email, Podcast at gmail.com, or give us a call at 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the air about what conspiracies you have heard or what conspiracies you believe to be true concerning 
Reselling. Reselling only. You know, you sound like kind of like a, uh, the end of a commercial when you start listing off like all the ways they can get no, a hold of us and like the, the phone number. Like you've got like a good, it's like a commercial, like it's, it's timed well. Well, I want to get it down because remember the first couple episodes, I still think those are awkward ones. Like pull out your phone. You're like, all right, what's the number? Yeah, we couldn't remember. Like, well, yeah, that's what happened. So, and we do appreciate the people that have already contacted us. And so we we are really thankful. So we want to make it the best episode possible. So if you could send us that info, that would be great. Yeah, buddy. And on that note, if you could share our podcast and subscribe and like us on YouTube, that would be awesome. And by the way, I did check on Apple iTunes, and people have given us some awesome reviews. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, you when you had mentioned negative reviews, I thought that's where you were talking about, but I didn't see anything negative there, so that's good. Well, it they the negative ones they didn't leave a comment; they just one starred us. Oh, you know, on on Apple iTunes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're like at a four point five. That's that's okay. But if, if you but if. But if you're if you if you're getting value out of us uh, out of the content we're putting out, uh, if you enjoy it, if we're helping level up your your reselling at all, or if nothing else, providing some entertainment, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Whatever us, it is, give us give us a, a a high ranking on the iTunes. It's super helpful. Um, I I they, there's a conspiracy. I mean, it's not a conspiracy, but the higher you're ranked, the better it is, right? The more likely you're going to get out there, and and more people will will find us. And, yeah, and we want to help awesome. more people, and it's it's been awesome because. We we get people from different avenues, right? Some people listen to us on iTunes, on Spotify, mm. on YouTube, and you know, uh, Pete the Craigslist Hunter shouting us out was huge for us. Yeah. Being on Ways Venture helped us out, and then we've had other avenues where like we've been on certain uh, feeds on Instagram, and that people have have come over. You know, like that trash talk episode. Mm. Uh, a lot of people that were on the IG feed, you know, we got to converse with, and they heard about our podcast. So, and if you came over because of that, we appreciate you guys coming over. So, anyways, all right. Are we, are we done, like, plugging ourselves? Yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Okay. All right. Let's talk about. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Sharing. Sharing is caring, except when it's not. Okay. So. I want to bring this up, and and I, we're always about keeping it positive, okay? But there, there's one of these moments where, you know, you're on Instagram, right? You're scrolling through, and you're like, I can't believe they just, like, flat out showed all that, right? Mm. And, I, and we've, you know, we've gotten some flack here and there for bringing that up, right? But here, here's the thing. Like, I was stunned because last year, right, I wasn't on social. I, you know, I listen to podcasts, but no one really talked about FBA or anything. Mm. And I remember I would buy all these items and make a ton of money. And then, like, in three days, it would tank. And you didn't know why. I had no idea why. Like, none. I'm like, what in the world just happened? Multiple times. Now that I'm in on Instagram, I get, get it. it. Yep. Somebody shows it and says, hey, everybody should go buy all these and sell them. Yeah. And, again, I get, like, they're just two. It's like, it's like a two-way thing, right? The one part is... You feel like you're providing value, right? But it's it's kind of just, I would say, do you think it's just a feeling of providing value? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. And maybe maybe this is going to get Are we me, getting real right now? I'm, I'm going to try and be real. And maybe this is going to be too far for me to say. But we give bolos every week. We give hustles of the week, things we're finding. I hope that we're giving like insights and tips. We're providing content, we're providing value. Um, we give a lot of things that like people can sell on eBay. 
um, because it's not stuff you're going to find every day. You can't mm -hmm. just go to a store and buy it out. So we're providing I, what I hope is a lot of, of value. And we've never asked for a penny, right? Like we've never said like, hey, pay us X amount and we'll give you a bolo, right? Like we're just giving stuff away. So, um, you know, it, it's it's interesting when people kind of accuse of, you know, like, hey, you guys are greedy. And it's like, well, I'm not 100% sure. Like yeah. when you look at others where it's like, look how nice they are for sharing. All you have to do is pay blank amount of money per month or a one-time fee and I'll tell you what to buy. And it's like, now who's providing content? Like we haven't asked for any money, you yeah. know? And by the way, I'm okay. By the way, we're okay with yeah. that. No, absolutely. We're fine because we do find value in Bolo groups. I yes. want to be clear about that. There is value in Bolo groups. That's one of the things that I just posted a question on IG, like, do Bolo groups work for mm -hmm. you? And next thing you know, people were going like, you're against it. Mm -hmm. And no, no, we're not against it. We're just saying, be careful because, right, right it's like, <laughs> we're going back to conspiracy. Mm. The larger amount of people, the harder it is to keep something quiet. Right. Right. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. If, if you got too many, well, and the thing too is like, Orlando shares stuff with me. I'll share stuff with Orlando. You've got a, a couple of close people you share stuff with. But the thing is, if you share something with many, many people, unless you really know that you can trust the people that you've brought into a group, that there's a higher likelihood that that information is going to leak outside that group, right? And then that's going to hurt the group. Like as a group, you want to take care of your group. You want to protect that group and make sure that everybody within that group is is making the, the most profit they can possibly make. And if that information is leaked from that group, one person or somebody, and then it gets out for free on on and it's just out there, then now everybody in that group that that has kind of been vulnerable and shared together and, and are trying to help each other, now they all suffer. Mm -hmm. And so it actually hurts the group when too much information gets out. Which has already happened. I mean, I've seen on Instagram somebody dropped something and they're part of a bolo group. And then you just see all these, you know, I, I've I've heard, I've been sent messages about people that were called out on things, mm. and then they remove that post. Mm. But the damage is already done, right? Because then now, now it's a runaway train. Like, you can't stop that. Right. Like, that info is out there. And so, yeah, Mike, I, I, I agree with you. Like, we do this for free, this podcast, mm -hmm. right? We want to help you out. And sure, maybe down the road, is there going to be a time when we love to monetize this, right? Because we want to be able to pay, you know, some of our costs in running this or the time that we spend away from our family and and the ability to create more content for you guys. Yeah, that time's going to be coming soon. But, you know, the reason we're very big about not sharing, especially retail items, especially in Q4, is that we're resellers first. Mm. Like this is how, especially me, I'm a full-time guy. This is how I provide for my family, right? So they're a priority above all else. So I hope you all can resonate and understand when we talk about this. And I feel like we're very real right now. You've got to be real, man. No, I know. And and again, we love sharing. You guys known us for <laughs> six months, but you've listened to our podcast. You see our IG posts. We're very much about dropping knowledge. We're very much about providing value, but we don't want to provide you value that will sabotage your business and the business of thousands of other resellers. So mm -hmm. That's, I think we've said our two cents. There we go. Okay, there we go. All right. Let's move on to some other news. Let's talk about Q, let's talk about Cyber Monday two days ago. Okay. So this is what's crazy. 
eBay and Amazon both said it was their biggest day ever. It's crazy. Isn't that wild? Both of them. So well, I e believe it for sure. Um, I just, I'm like, as a consumer, I'm never actually that impressed by like Cyber Monday sales. Are you? I, I was a little more impressed this year. Really? On Amazon. Uh, last year, here's what's crazy. So you know how I kind of kept saying, wait till Black Friday and then things will like take off. And they did kind of. But then I was looking at my charts on Amazon from last year, and it's not till like November 30th, December 1st, where things really begin to scale. Mm. But this Cyber Monday, it was nice. I mean, I, I will say I sold a lot of items I didn't think I was going to sell. I, I started doing that whole, so on Amazon, you get addicted to seeing your pending orders. Because, you know, it'll show 15, and then you like refresh it, and then it shows 30. And then sometimes it'll go like 80, and then it just goes crazy. Mm. But... I will say I did notice, and a lot of people I've talked to notice that, like on eBay too. And you're saying you didn't notice it as much as Monday. Like me making sales? Yeah. I, I don't think I made any sales on Monday. Okay. Maybe a couple. But I, I think it's it's kind of the reality of things. So you look at it like this is what was sold selling on eBay, right? So for every 13 seconds, a Nintendo Switch sold. Wow. For every 26 seconds, an Apple Watch sold. Right. And then there was like MacBook Airs was their top sellers. Yeezy Boost shoes were their top sellers. Hmm. Right. And those are things like if you're doing Posh and, and Mercari and eBay, they're not like the things you're picking up at thrift stores all the time. But again, you mentioned this earlier. I wanted to talk about this. It kind of ties into our, uh, you know, Q4 and non Amazon sellers topic we want to talk about is that there's still money to be made. Hmm. Right. And you had talked about toys, but you're also saying there's non toys that we're selling. Right. Yeah. Let me, I mean, I'll give you my hustle of the week if you're ready for that. Okay. Well, do you have another one? Another one. Okay, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Bring your hustle of the week. We're gonna we'll bring it in later. Bring what in later? Well, because I gotta do my hustle of the week too, but we'll do it later. Oh. Wait, yours goes before mine. Is that like a thing that we do? No, just go. Just this is getting really awkward right now. Okay. okay so um yeah, so because it goes right along with this idea of like it's not always um like toy toy things that sell like so some se several of you guys know uh if you follow our instagram a couple podcasts ago several podcasts ago talked about getting that humphrey bogart statue oh yeah right we knew we we're like if humphrey bogart's gonna sell it's gonna sell to like either a, like a person who collects nothing but humphrey bogart stuff or it's gonna be like a christmas or birthday gift to somebody who loves humphrey bogart yeah. right and so Sure enough, without even not even an offer, just what what it was listed for, one hundred twenty dollars, Humphrey Bogart sold. Nice. It was kind of sad packing him up. Like I kind of like felt like I was losing a part, part of, of the family. Part of it, just hanging out with you guys, yep. watching some shows. Yep. Kind of like Freddie over here in the corner with I us. Know, yeah. Well, have you listed him yet? No. Oh, you should. I'm not selling him. But um, <laughs> so so you know, yeah, like Humphrey Bogart. Um, also, you know, other things like that, like classic things that that. Different mugs, different um, plate sets. A lot of my Spode Christmas. Yeah, talk things. to. Okay, before you go, that explain to people that are new to our show what that Humphrey Bogart thing was. Yeah, so I was at a. It's actually kind of a, a weird garage sale. So I'm at this garage sale, and it was became clear very early on while I was there that the lady had broken up with her husband. They're not together anymore. Ex husband. She's got another guy there and everything that somebody would ask, like, well, how much for this? And if it was like, oh, that's my ex-husband's a dollar, right? Like she was just mm -hmm. trying to get rid of it. So I grabbed this Humphrey Bogart statue 
And I'm like, how much for this? And I think she sold it for me to like two or three dollars. Wow. And she had all these other things hustle to pick up. Hustle of the week. Yeah, it was it was a hustle for sure. Um, but and it was like chalkware or something. Yeah, it was like a I can't even remember the name of the brand right now. But yeah, chalk paint something. Yeah, paid three dollars for it, and so that was my hustle of the week. I think maybe when I bought it, and I'm I'm using it as my hustle of the week now as yeah. it's sold right because it's 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 one of those things where don't give up on an item if you're just selling stuff on eBay this Q4 those unique weird things people buy them as gifts right those are going to be gifts for people and that's the one thing I want to talk about is that you know I I've seen a lot of posts on IGM people are sounding really discouraged like I've been listening and the sales weren't in mm. or you know, I, I've been I've been so waiting and everybody's talking about all these sales kicking in and they're not happening for me. So there's two ways to look about it, right? The one way is, you know, you got to understand that people are looking for, like you said, unique items, mm. right? So if you're going to a thrift store and you're buying like, I don't know, let's say a Lululemon, right? You're expecting all your Lululemon to sell. Mm. Like a plain black pair of, what do you call them? Pants? What do you call them? Pants. Okay. See, I don't know female clothing. But if you have like a Disney one, maybe that will sell faster. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there has to be something unique about it. And so you also got to look at like trends. Like what are people wanting now? Right. Because Mm. that's what they're going to buy gifts for other people. Right. And so it's very doable. And you have an advantage over Amazon if you're on eBay and Poshmark. And this is the advantage. Amazon, for whatever reason, sometimes lags. On shipping stuff out. So it's two-day prime, but it's two-day prime from the time they ship it. You get what I'm saying? So right. it could be like a couple days until they ship it, right? So if I look at my pending orders right now, I have an item that's sold. I'm going to go to my very first one. I, actually, I haven't refreshed this. I have an item that sold this Saturday, November 24th. So it was a few days ago. It hasn't shipped out yet. I have another toy that Saturday, 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 Sunday, Sunday. hasn't shipped out. Hmm. Right. But if you're on eBay, you get that. You can pack it within the next two, three hours and you can ship it out. Right. So you do have that advantage. Take advantage of that because that's going to help your metrics. Right. And it's, you know, you never know. You may have a repeat buyer that might be in a pinch before Christmas and go, you know what? I'm not going to go to Amazon because they're telling me, yeah, they can guarantee me in two days. But I know if I go to eBay that there's somebody in their home and their inventory is nearby and they can just take care of it right then. Mm. Right. The other thing is, you know, Think about items that are gifts. So, for instance, I don't know if you saw the um, Ohio State-Michigan game or this weekend. Like, the moment after, like, my Ohio State Hawaiian shirt sold. 40 bucks. Boom. Nice. Paid five and it sold, right? I sold a Disney Hawaiian shirt. Boom. 46 bucks. Uh, I sold, I mean, I have, I sold a black faux fur mink coat Christmas stocking. For $20, like that had been sitting for like go. a year, but it's unique, right? Yep. So now, now somebody wants a fake fur coat stocking to put gifts in, mm. right? Somebody wanted that. I had a lot of 10-pound Legos. They're, those are selling for me now. So they've been sitting for months, but now they're selling. So you just got to think about, you know, the unique mm. and, and things that are gifts. And I think that hope, and here's the beauty of it. Since you're selling on eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, or, or anything that's non-FBA, like, you don't have to wait for it to get in the warehouse. You can source right now and find those items and list right now and hopefully make sales soon. So just something to think about. I like it. So, all right. 
So let's talk now about our hustles of the week, which you already brought yours. That's right. Let's talk about our listener. We got two listener ones we want to share this week. Cool. Okay. I'll go first because you've been going first all, all podcast. So you can't. All right. Go for it. All right. So this is this one's kind of crazy. So this is on Instagram. Their handle is nacho.tv. Okay. One of our awesome listeners that always interacts with us. Appreciate him. He he kind of had he had sold some Pokemon mugs. But that's not the hustle of the week. The hustle of the week is that his girlfriend had a leftover stash of new and packaged Pokemon cards from her childhood birthday party. Okay, you know a little bit all Pokemon cards. I do. Tell me a little bit. Why is that a big deal? You know, I, I, Pokemon was a big deal for me as a kid. One of my first jobs ever, as in like an eleven-year-old boy, was at a as a a, a a store that was like a baseball and games trading card. They had like sports memorabilia and the owner of the store knew that Pokemon was like starting to pick up. And so he's like, well, I'm going to buy these things and sell them at my store, but I don't know anything about them. So he knew my mom. And so he's like, Hey, you got a kid that like plays Pokemon. Like, can he work at my store? So every Friday and Saturday, Friday evenings and Saturdays, I worked at a store and sold Pokemon cards. Wow. And were they selling for good money back then? Oh yeah. So you're saying they, they sell for even better money now. Oh, I'm sure. Like, like, like back then, because I mean, Pokemon has had you know several editions and versions now, and it's it's one of those things where it's like you can never beat the original, right? Like the original mm-hmm. is always going to be, and so yeah, if you've got original packs of unopened cards, so that's the thing. He thought he had original packs, and then he did some research, but they're like second edition. But then he says, "Oh, here's the thing: his the, her mom nearly donated the cards. Oof! So somebody at a Goodwill would have picked those up." And if it was a reseller, they would have it would oh, have been yeah. their hustle of the week. Oh, absolutely. So not for first edition, but still each pack brings in about three to four hundred dollars. That's crazy. And for a total of twenty-three packs. Ooh. Okay. That is money, nacho.tv. Good that job. Is, that is awesome. Now, here's the dilemma. So there may be certain cards in there that are worth Yep. If you've got a holographic Charizard. Mint condition. That's the thing. So he's kind of like, what do I do? Do I open it and risk losing three to four hundred to make a couple grand? Or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I say don't. The only reason I say don't, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't want you to sell your Charizard in a pack. You know what I mean? But I have I opened, wouldn't even say anything. I, well, yeah, this is not advice. Don't take advice that I'm giving you on this. Not Just, so TV. <laughs> okay. um, but... But man, I have opened so many packs as a kid, just praying for a holographic Charizard. Never got one. So, you've got those packs, man. They're selling. What I mean, the question is, what do they sell for if you don't have one of those cards in it? Like, if it's just the cards, I think the value goes down substantially. Significantly, yeah. yeah. That's a gamble, man. That's tough. That's a you're in a tough position, but maybe let us know what you do. Like that. That. that yeah. No, I told them. I told them to keep us posted. I just was like. I, I, that's not a dilemma I'd want to be in. No. You know what I mean? That's so, I don't know. You just don't know. So I personally, you're going to hate me for saying this. I just want to tell them. You're getting so weird. Like you're too sentimental, man. It's because now, like as a resale, now that, now that I've built a pipeline and I have a lot of inventory, which I'd need a lot more still, okay, to really scale up. I kind of like, I'm... There's certain things I'm like. You're you going to be one of those people that like on on what's it the pickers American, American pickers, pickers yeah they're going to come to your house when you're like 60 
and they're going to say like, oh, you've got like boxes and stuff everywhere. Will you sell this? And you'll be like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I know. I know. Nope. Taking it all with me. I joke. I'll probably end up with just the fingerlings. They're like, what? oh, I picked these up in Q4. Th- th- those will be the only things that you'll sell. I'll <laughs> yeah, sell the fingerlings. That's all, that's all. I'll get rid of the fingerlings. And uh, at that time, they'll be worth a ton of money. Yeah. Well, don't I wish. I still have them. I, I can't. I I don't know. I, I'm still stuck at what I'm going to do with them, but stay tuned. All right. Next hustle of the week. So I think you should read this one, but I'll read it. So this is kind of crazy. I feel like I should read it. It's near and dear to my heart. All right. Go ahead. Go for it. It's all good. Okay. So um, Joe's Computers on Instagram. So at Joe's Computers. Listen to our podcast. And after listening to a couple of episodes. And our first, these are like yeah, first couple episodes where this is talked we, about. We never made that meme, by the way. Maybe somebody will after this. So we talked a lot about like my favorite thing to talk about was a duck decoy. Yes. Right? Because it, like, it was like three, four episodes deep you kept talking about well, it. Well, when you only have like eight <laughs> items in a store and like one of them sold and it was a duck decoy for a lot of money, not even a lot of money, but for a decent amount of money, um, it was a big deal to me. Like that was that was yeah. my hustle of a yeah, week yeah, for a I while. Um, so he picks up three of them for $5 each and has sold two of them already, one for 60 and one for 63.99. That, Unbelievable. Duck decoy. I'm just man. I'm trying there to find the, the exact market. Info. No, duck decoy. I mean, that was the thing. Like, I was so shocked because I read this and I'm like, this is awesome, Joe's computers. And this is why. Because I gave you a lot of flag. Do you remember? Like, it was, mm-hmm. I mean, part of it was I was impressed that Mike found something different than what I was looking at at the garage shows. But the other part is, is that I, I just was like, Mike, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you over there looking at that Doug decoy? And sure enough, this guy made over $100. That's a good feeling. It makes me feel like I've provided a little bit of, of you know, something out there to the reselling world. That, that at Joe's Computers is is now $120 richer because of, of some 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 dumb thing I found, right? That's cool. That's, that's, I, I tell you, and here's the I'm not going to lie. I look at duck de- decoys more now because of you. I haven't found a good one, but I will say duck one decoys, day. they're out there. So, hey, thank you, Nacho.tv, for sharing with us. If you haven't had a chance, follow them. Joe's Computers, I think he's brand new on IG, so check him out. But I will tell you, like, selling those duck decoys, again, think about our hustle of the week. Just put them in context. Like, two very different worlds, mm. right? And that's what I love about reselling. Right, you got Pokemon cards and duck decoys. Right, there's stuff out there, right? And you just gotta you gotta look for what you want to be able to sell. Would you mm. say that that helps you out? It does. I, the reason I bring that up is because I, I would, you know, some people I've heard like say I'm feeling a little bit burned out, and we kind of talked about this. I don't know a few podcasts mm-hmm. ago, right? And I truly believe that there needs to be some items that you pick up because there's value and you sell them anyways because there's value, like you're going to make money. But then there's other times like you should start looking at things you really like and pick those up more, Mm. right? As long as there's money in it. Just because it'll keep you fresh, it'll keep you vibrant, Yep. right? So obviously Joe's Computers, Doug Decoys, you know, even though he listened to our podcast, he obviously, something drew him to the Doug Decoys, right? And then Nacho.tv, right? I mean, it was his girlfriend's stash of Pokemon cards. <laughs> but, you know, he sold Pokemon mugs, right? And it's kind of like things he was digging too. So yep. that helps you out. That keeps you fresh. That's right. You know what I'm saying? All right. 
So my hustle of the week. Let's hear it. So I'm going to change it up. I had a different hustle of the week, but I kind of had the craziest thrift store like visit I've had in a long time. So, you know, my honey hole, Mm -hmm. right? And Halloween, I kind of destroyed that honey hole a little bit because what happens with Goodwills out here is that when Halloween happens, maybe it happens in your town too, like it takes over the store. So a lot of merchandise, which normally would be out, isn't out anymore. Right. And a lot of resellers stopped going to Goodwill. And I, I stopped going to a lot of them because I just found... Now, there's still good stuff to be found. Like we talked about in our update episode two weeks ago where somebody found... It was it an Armani jacket in the Halloween costume yep. or something like that, right? Yep. So there's still stuff out there. And I kind of was so tired of packing FBA boxes. This was this past weekend. I, I mean, I was just beat. I'm just like, uh, I need to go to a thrift store. So... You know, I was contacting and said, hey, you should check out, you know, blah, blah. And and I was like, you know, I think I'll go to a thrift store today. So I went down there. Oh, my. Like, the stuff I found. And the two big finds I posted on IG. But one of the finds that I'm so happy about was I found a Rain Spooner shirt. Nice. But not only. I've still been looking. I haven't found one. Okay. But not only a Rain Spooner shirt. I knew it tags Rain Spooner shirt. Oof. But not only a new with tags rain spooner shirt, a new with tags rain spooner sports shirt. But not only a rain spooner new with tags sports shirt, a rain spooner new with tags sports Chicago Cubs shirt. Which there's a following. That sounds legit, right? And I'm like, and it was vintage. Mm. It wasn't one of the newer ones. So hmm. this is about 20 years old. So I did pay up. I paid 25 dollars for it. But I'm gonna flip it for over 100. Nice, right? Well, that's what I'm hoping to, right? But it doesn't end there. So remember my, what was, do you remember what my uh, hustle of the week was two weeks ago in the update? I don't. It was that thing at Wade's Ventures that we showed that I found at an estate sale. Oh, the, the. The CD Walkman? Yeah. Okay. I found another one. Nice. But here's, this one's even worth more. So that one sold for $199.99. I scanned this for Amazon. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to send it to Amazon. I'll explain in a little bit why not. But it's going for three hundred twenty-seven dollars, wow. and it's like a twenty-seven k rank. Wow. So it'll sell. It's new and sealed and packaged, and I paid four dollars and ninety-nine cents for it. Oh, that's wonderful! Isn't that crazy? And so, but I'm not going to send it into Amazon because Amazon returns, I think, are the worst. Mm. Like it doesn't take much for somebody to return it. Right. So if they open it and they return it, I'm out the money. Yep. Right. At least with eBay, I find that whenever I sell these high-end new sealed packages, I have only gotten one return, and that was my error because the earphone pieces were falling apart, and I didn't notice that. But all other times I sold these vintage electronics that are like Sony or whatever that are Walkman's new and sealed, every single time, not a problem, pay good money for them, awesome feedback. So I'm I'm gonna do it through eBay. Nice, makes sense. No, and and but that was it. That was just like only some of the items. Mm. Then I picked up, and there are other items I picked up, but a lot of new with tag shirts, a lot of uh, other shoes I picked up, uh, you know, some nice Adidas shoes. I mean, it was just, I would say I dropped that day probably, I can't remember exactly the numbers. I want to say 50 to $60 in total. I'm probably going to profit from that run. I don't know. It could be anywhere from like, I'm going to give a wide range, 700 to $1,000. Wow. And that was only a 45-minute random stop because I got tired of packing FBA boxes. Hey, there you go. It's just so – I'm just so in shock. Like, 
So I'll keep you guys posted. I will sell the Rain Spooner shirt, okay? I will sell the Walkman, okay? I'm not hoarding those. So, all right. Let's get to our bolos of the week. Bolo. I'll go with my bolo first. Go for it. Okay. So I, I'm going to speak in vague terms, but they're not going to be vague. So what I've noticed a lot is right now, like, everybody's, like, into Nike, into hype shoes, like, and, and so on, which there is money to be made. But I think a lot of people are missing out on those thrift store shoes. And I'm not talking about Doc Martens. I'm not talking about Merrill. I'm talking about, like, these European-made shoes. And so, for instance, I'll just drop two brands, like Lodi and Mephizo, M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O. And I have had incredible luck with these shoes, mm. right? And they sell, and they take a little bit at times, but they're shoes that get looked over because they don't look nice like a— Lucky Charms pair of Nike shoes, right? They don't mm. look as nice as a pair of Yeezys. But there's money to be made, right? I just sold a pair of Mephisto shoes that I paid about $15 for, for $97, right? I just sold a pair of um, Lodi shoes that I paid. I forget what I paid. It was like 15 or 20 and I sold for close to $100. So there are these shoes that I'm selling that are European now. Don't just pick them up because it says made in Italy or made in whatever. Do the research, okay? Look at the condition. What's nice about some of these shoes is that they have, like, names for them, right? Kind of like Allen Edmonds has, like, Hanover and Park Avenue. Like, they have specific names for these shoes. So that's going to be my bolo because I really, I I feel that a lot of news resellers coming on are getting caught up in, in the hype of all these other shoes, which, again, there's money to be made, but if you're low on capital... Like some of the best way the ways to build your capital could be mug life, could be snapback hat life, but definitely shoes. And I would say good European shoes. Are there some shoes you're about to share with me that you came yeah, across? I, you know, and, and this is one that Mike's looking on his phone. If you're listening to the podcast, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested I, in what he's looking at. Well, I'm trying to think of what my bolo is going to be because I have. I mean, there's a lot of things that that I, you know are, are interesting that I want to talk about. But since we're talking about shoes and kind of keep things. Um, consistent, and this is one we've probably talked about before. Um, but 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 Kohan shoes. Am I saying that right? Is no, Kohan, you're right. And that was actually my hustle of the week. So mm -hmm. that my other hustle that I didn't talk about. Nice. So let's talk about. That it. works out. Yeah. So I I mean I've sold quite a few Kohan shoes. Um, I I picked up one actually this this Sunday when I was at the thrift store with my dad. I was able to show him the brand and say like, hey, here's here's one to look out for. And a lot of times I see them and they're beat and. It's not like the Allen Edmonds. I felt pretty comfortable getting with some some Knicks. Cole Hans, there's been I've got some that have been sitting for a while and I'm not sure if they were good buys, but but I've had pretty good success by buying them and selling them. The the key though is is getting them at the right price. I feel like yep. garage sales, you're almost always gonna get them at a decent price. Certain thrift stores, I feel like we've talked before, thrift stores have their weaknesses. Um, some thrift stores, you know, they I don't know if it's they know shoes or they just automatically put Shoes very expensive, but you know, there's times where it's like every time I see Cole Hans, the bottom of the shoe, it's like, oh, $19.99. Nope, not gonna pick it up unless you know it's like a specific one. Um, but you know, I was able to pick up one at a thrift store that normally has them for really high for $4.99. Wow, and how much did it really get for? clean pair? Um, I, I haven't listed them yet. I actually don't even know if I did any research for them yet because I okay. just picked them up a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, but I know they're gonna be they're good. I mean they're they're, I think they're penny loafers. They're in like perfect condition. They yeah. look great. And and here's what's interesting. So again, the bolo was European shoes, right? 
not sp any specific, but some brands to look at are Pepito and what's the other one? Oh, Lodi. And, you know, I was, uh, there's another one. Meslan is one, but you got to research them because mm. there are some that you'll pick up and like, there's no money in there's it. There's not worth anything. And so, cause I, I made the mistake that some were worth money and then I just picked them up whenever I saw them and then they've been in my store forever and mm. haven't sold. But I will say Kohan, the market's gone up. It's kind of like shape-ups. Hmm. Like the market was high, it went away, and now it's back up, right? And I, I will say, because I just sold, okay, I'll make this a double hustle of the week. I picked up a pair of Kohan Silver Vapor Blue Original Grand Wingtip Shoes. So they're like, uh, they're very shiny, okay? So they're like patent leather, but they're not patent leather. I don't know how to explain it. But they're like super shiny shoes. Like hmm. sometimes they're gold, sometimes they're blue. And I, I found this at one of those uh, discount stores, and I, I did pay up. I think I paid forty to fifty, but I sold it for one hundred and twenty-seven dollars plus shipping. But again, Kohan, like I remember, there was a time like I just stopped picking them up because mm. there wasn't money. But again, I really think it's about the unique Kohan shoes, right? Right. Either that, or like you said, the condition. Yep. Good right? condition. So if it if it's not unique and has bad condition, not worth it. Right. If it's in great condition and it's not unique, maybe worth a pickup. So depending on your price point, okay. If it's unique and in terrible condition, depending on your price point, maybe worth picking up. You know, just something to think about. But yeah, I th I think those are good bolos. I I had somebody comment uh, a couple of days ago <clears throat> on one of our IG feeds and said I've had terrible luck with shoes, and I, I get it. Like you know, it, it depends on the shoes, but. I'm telling you, like, if you want to scale up your business, I, I think shoes is one of the easiest ways to do it. Yep. Got a couple totes. You got a couple totes of shoes. Yep. And some of them still need to be listed? Um, just those Colhans. The rest, okay. everything else is listed, except for VCRs. Nice. And I will say with shoes, don't be in Orlando. Like, organize them. Put them in see-through bags or whatever you do, or if you put them on racks. Make sure you know where they are automatically because it can be heinous if you're not organized with shoes yep. and it's and and especially if you have really nice shoes make sure you take care of those because you know if it's a pair of Merrill here's what's funny Merrill shoes I can just toss in the toe I can like get a bat and like hit the shoe and mm. not that I do that but people that are buying them aren't really concerned about like the cosmetic wear they're just about like how's the sole mm. how's the sturdiness of it you know you have a certain pair of Nike shoes Probably want to really take care of those, yep. you know, make sure they're preserved right. So, all right, those are our bolos of the week. Those are our bolos. All right, so now we need to talk about what are we looking forward to. Well, I know what our um, our listeners are looking forward to. What are they looking forward to? My quote of the week. Oh my! We almost went through the whole episode. I I even forgot about the quote of the week yep. out of nowhere. Okay, I know there's got? people listening right now that are like, "Wait a minute! It sounds like they're getting close to the end. Where's the quote?" Well, here it is. Well, we're not at the end yet, but go ahead. All right. So, um, quote of the week, and and again, this I'm paraphrasing this, so it's not perfect, but but I, I read something recently that was pretty good. Um, it, it said something to the effect of, um, "This guy said, I believe in hard work for man." I believe in long hours of work. Um, a person does not die from hard work, but from worry and dissipation. Do you think that's true? I don't know. I think it is. I think I, because I'm, you know, it's easy to get kind of worked up and kind of feeling like, and we've talked about this before, like 
you're, 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 you're going to burn out. You're putting too much work and too much effort in. But I think, I think that the fact that he added worry there was probably the key. Cause I, I think if you're just working hard and you're, you're working hard, you know what you're doing. You're maybe you're sacrificing things. You're sacrificing leisure. You're sacrificing comfort. You're sacrificing all of these things. Um, but you're working hard. You're probably not going to burn out. What's going to cause you to burn out is when you begin to just become worried and stressed and allow the stress to actually make you think you're working hard when really you're just stressing okay, about okay. working hard. And then this idea too of like the the dissipation of just like kind of wasting time in your life when it's like, well, I've worked hard. I deserve, you know, to eat this or drink this or do this thing and to take some time off. And you kind of just go into this spiral of downhill and that's what causes people to kind of fall and struggle. It's not the hard work. So entitlement. Right. Yeah. It's that, okay. it's that. And it's the kind of just letting, like falling down the path of, of, of feeling bad for yourself Woe or worrying mean. and stress. And yeah. So, so they, I guess the encouragement from that is it's not the work that's going to destroy you, right? The work is a good thing. In fact, work is going to keep you out of that, that dark place. It's when you start to allow those other things to come in, the worry, the stress, um, that that can destroy you, not the work. So don't blame the work and don't give up work thinking that that's the problem. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. I have something to tie into that. You know, I think I want to be encouraging about his quote of the week. As you should be. I should be. But still, really? All right. Anyway, so, hey, before we move on. Make sure, again, like we said before, make sure you're following us on IG. If you're not, we are Pure Podcast. If you're on Facebook, we encourage you to follow us on IG, but keep, you know, commenting and we'll get back to you on Facebook. I find that sometimes, like, IG is, like, our main thing, mm-hmm. and then there's all these awesome people on Facebook. So we apologize if it's taking us a little bit to get back to you. Always email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Give us a call, 619-738-1170. And we're also on Twitter, PureSocast. And make sure to subscribe like and comment on our podcast when you get a chance. And if you've seen, we're very big on getting back to you. Yep. I think we've gotten back to almost every comment. Yeah. Yeah. Give us, give us a comment, a, a like, a share, tag somebody on Instagram. Yeah. I would say, yeah, please tag because you know, the more people get tagged, the more people can find out about us. And that actually we've had some listeners tell us like, we never heard about you guys until somebody tagged us and we came across your mm. podcast. So that would be awesome. All right. So, Looking forward to next week ties yep. right into your quote. What are you looking forward to? So I just posted something earlier today. It was our first Insta feed. And it was about like, don't panic too early. Mm. Right? And that's Orlando's quote of the week. Um, and I showed the bar graph from last year from Amazon. Not the bar graph. The, the graph from Amazon from last year about how sales went. Right? So, you know, it's kind of one of those things I... I, I look and go, when are things really going to take off? Mm. Like, when is it going to be the craziness that I remember where I could not spend? And it's already happened. Like, Cyber Monday, I couldn't spend as much as I was making on Cyber Monday, right? Mm, right. But then yesterday, it wasn't like that, right? I mean, I made money yesterday, but it was nowhere near close to Cyber Monday. And then today, sales are coming in, but they're not 100%. And then, you know, you go on Instagram and you see other people's posts. Right, you're like, somebody made six thousand mm. dollars. Somebody made, you know, ten thousand dollars, and I'm like, I've made numbers like that, but why is it happening mm. right now? Right, so, so I look at that, and I, you know, I do that worry, right? I do that 
you know, anticipation and go, oh, maybe all this work I did, like, maybe it isn't going to pan out, right? But I, I looked at the chart today, the graph, and I go, wait a second, like, why am I panicking? Mm. Like, things really didn't start taking off till actually like today and actually a couple days after today. And then things really took off like a week into December. Like, it was just like gangbusters, like all over the place sales. And and it was just kind of crazy where like I just even stopped looking because, you know, I knew they were happening. So I wasn't worried anymore. Right. So I'm looking forward to that because, you know, you work so hard for so many months, right? I've been doing this Q4 thing since I want to say probably mid-July, mm. right? I've been buying stuff, holding on to it, shipping to the warehouse, shipping to the warehouse, shipping to the warehouse. You know, there's been boxes every day. And I'm just looking forward to being on the other side. Right. But I want to enjoy the in-between, mm. right? Where it's like, okay, good. Right, because like for instance, I we have that one toy, you know, that special toy that you went like yep. looking for, right? You and your ninja wife, style. like ninja style, right? Like that thing is creeping on the price. It's good, right? I hope so where like two weeks ago, it was kind of like at we probably make like three bucks on each mm. one. To now, I know on Amazon right now, I could probably make you know, I would say twenty five to thirty on it, right? Where maybe in a week, the way things are going. I'll probably be able to make 40 on each, right? And mm -hmm. if I have, you know, 100 or so units or more on it, I pull that lever and put it at that price, I'll make a decent amount. Cha-ching. Right? So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm just, it, it's again, it's a reminder of me to hold on tight. I can't hold on tight for too long. That's the other thing. You got to be careful because you wait too long. <laughs> December 20th rolls around and it's like, ah you kind of waited too long. Now, yep. some might disagree and say there's sales in January. There might be. So I'm, I'm more of like, hey, December 18 is like the, the point where by then I want to see most of my stuff mm. gone. So anyways, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. How about you? Uh, just garage sales. They've okay. gone two weeks with no garage sales. Okay. And I'm ready. Nice. I'm ready to get out there. You know, like uh, retail arbitrage is a thing to, to an extent for me for eBay. Um, but the profit margins are just very low. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, it's, I hear it's, you. It's, it's, you know, maybe a five to $10 profit on an item. Um, and then, yeah, there is that you can get quantity of them easier. So I can pick up 20 of an item, but there's no guarantee those are going to sell, you know, so I'm stuck. I'm, I'm tying up my capital. Whereas garage sales, man, the, the, the return on, and the return on investment is huge. Oh, it's crazy. It's and great. I, I want to touch on what you're saying about Amazon. Like, and I'm not a Nostradamus or anything like that, but I don't know how much longer we'll have this Amazon train, right? I mean, you know, what, 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 oh man, I'm sitting here. What would it take for Nike or any of these companies to just say, you know what? We don't need third-party sellers selling our stuff. We're just going to do it directly through Amazon, right? And some brands already do that and they've already restricted people, mm. right? It doesn't take much. Now, I will say there's the other side of it where, wow, what a system Amazon came up with where right. they don't have to go looking for sales or or make deals with companies. Like you have all these thousands and millions of people that are doing FBA that are just providing this without a cost to them except for shipping it. But they, they, they make the cost oh, be yeah. paid by you and the buyer of the item, right? But, you know, I, I will always say like eBay and Posh and Mercari and these platforms – 
they're very much used items. I think those are going to be the ones that will continue being the bread and butter for resellers if Amazon begins to tighten up even more. Right. I really do. This is why I'm I keep pushing my eBay store because you know, you never know. I mean, we this Amazon train could go on for another 10 years or it could be this could be our greatest Q4 ever and it will be the last Amazon Q4. Wow, right. that's that's doom and gloom, man. I, it's not doom and gloom. I'm just I'm just being real. Like, I, dude, I don't want to end the episode like this, <laughs> but I just want us to be real. This is why I'm saying right now is the sorry. I had to do that. That's all right. Okay, right now is the time. If you're doing FBA, you got to get at it as hard as you can because you never know if you'll have another Q4 like this again. So there's the encouragement and there's the positivity. I love it. But keep doing the eBay and the Poshmark and the Mercari because those, I think, will be here for years to come. I like it. Okay. All right. I think we got to end on that in a note. Cool. All right. So be real. Be relevant. Be reselling. Please. Please.